0: Glitch Please, the show where we talk about video games every week, and this week, we're getting ready for E3. So, actually, by the time this hits a lot of you, we'll be at E3. Hope you're tuning in when you're not watching this. But either way, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. Um, and wanna say a quick thanks to our sponsors for this episode. Discord and Condor. We'll talk about them in a little bit. I'm Ashley.
1: I'm Gus. I'm Adam. And I feel like I'm really far away from you guys. I didn't realize until we looked at the wide shot. I'm gonna, like, scoot over. It's all scooted in together. Everyone's like... Now scrambling to move cameras. Hey, Sorry. What's up? I didn't look at the have camera until right now. Broadcast. How's this? Is this good? All right, better. How's
2: our look positioning? At that. We did?
0: we did good. Take awesome. two. We're real good. Actually, That's I have E3 brain. I will admit. I fully... I keep using the word E3 when I mean other words. Because I've been spending <laughs> so much time I'll have a, I'll have a number
1: E3 with a uh, large fries.
0: Uh, yesterday I was doing a news read and I was supposed to be talking about, talking about the different publishers and I just kept saying E3 instead of the publisher's name, so I had to go back and fix it.
2: That's Jesus. Yeah. It's,
0: there's Look, we, we do a lot for E3. We uh, do, it's six days of live streaming coverage that we do. Uh, we are doing the E3 conference on Saturday, we're doing all that stuff, which we'll talk about more in a little bit, but this is the calm before the storm. And hopefully, you guys have found some time to play some video games over over, <laughs> yeah. the, over during this this calm time, because it's weird. We're not going to be able to play nearly as much games as we'd like to while we're actually at the event. Yeah. What you been playing?
2: Um, I was pretty ill. I had a cold throughout the last week. Sick. But I, but I made time for Dark Souls Remake. Gus. It. And uh, Dark Souls, I don't have too much to say, because it's just more Dark Souls. Um, but it's real fun. Uh, I, I forgot to bring up last week that oh, a big problem people were having with Dark Souls was hackers um, And what, <clears throat> what's happening is the same hacks that were working on Dark Souls 1 on PC work in the remaster um, <laughs> It seems like it. they would have uh, had the opportunity uh, you know to what? make they, that they not work. the case They still work, but they look way better now <laughs> <laughs> Sixty frames is <of> second <laughs> hacks Um... <clears throat> They didn't fix it they're, They suck. There's no excuse for it. It's it's total garbage and nonsense And
0: so do you feel like the remaster is kind of cash grabby if all they did is uh, Up some of the textures or maybe not Downscale them. Maybe they had them in higher textures already. So they're like ah, chuck these in I and mean, then I don't know if it bam, was Cash grabby
2: as, as much as it was like I mean of course it's cash. grab. Everything's a cash grab at some point They're trying to make money, but like so
0: maybe that's the wrong word for it Maybe that's too incendiary. I think it was a little Lazy. low effort
2: yeah. yeah, I think it, they could have done more with it, um, but seeing, you know, playing the game with a, an active community again is really nice, like all the old spots that were full of people that, that invade you are still full of people, and that's that's really fun. Um, the, the hacks that are, are, are happening right now are uh, people will, like, curse your character to reduce his health to 50% until you, like, go get an item that's not extremely difficult to obtain, but kind of a pain in the ass. There's another one that, like, uh, puts an egg in your head, which takes away your... Your your helmet slot. Of course a, it does. A, I mean, what are you going to do with an, an, an egg You only your get a head. like a limited number of items to remove those. That's a pain in the ass. Um, and then there's the the big one is that they're dropping items on the ground, and it, that doesn't sound crazy, but if you pick that item up, it's they're hacked items, and your character will get soft band, not a real band, a soft band, which then you only would match make with people in the soft pool. So then which, you're playing with hackers. Exactly. Um, so there's no good excuse for it. Uh, I've turn to using Windows backup and just backing up that save folder to uh, like my secondary drive every 10 minutes. Uh, I shouldn't have to do that,
1: but uh, here I am. So. well, uh, it's I mean it's a good lesson for life in general. Don't pick stuff up off the ground. Right? Don't don't take shit from strangers. Yeah. And
0: don't have an egg on your head. It's yep. going to ruin yes. your helmet it'll,
1: it'll, it'll uh leave you with egg on your face. Yeah. Mm. You'll be so embarrassed. That's uh, old. Yeah, since that an old saying. No one says that That's anymore. I showing my head.
0: No, I use it. Like, oh, yeah. he's got egg on his face. Yeah. Usually though, it's when people have egg I on think,
1: their I think I think most of our audience will not understand that Ask your parents. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, "Oh, you don't get the joke?"
1: Yeah. It's it was a meme before memes were a thing
0: (laughs) oh the good old times yes what have you been playing Gus?
1: uh i i think i'm done now with god of war which was an amazing game did
0: you go for platinum
1: no no i didn't platinum it but i think i've i've played as much as i want to play how much how much is that um i finished all the campaign did a bunch of side missions went back and like tried to explore stuff that i didn't do on my first walk through areas sure So it's an an amazing game. It's near perfect, I think. It's I think I think it's definitely a system mover for PS4. Yeah. There's you know, there's so many games I say that for about the PS4, and it's true. I mean, PS4. Damn good system. Amazing. Uh, Between God of War, Uncharted, and uh, The Last of Us Remaster, and Horizon Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm saving the big one for the end. I know Bloodborne is not for everyone, but Bloodborne is a goddamn good game. There are so so many many good good exclusives, and I, I was just in awe the whole time playing that game. It was uh, fantastic. I, I had a real problem with that game where for a long time I thought I was playing wrong or I wasn't doing something right because there's like a level system that matches your gear. And I was like, I'm level one or I'm level two and <laughs> like I'm really worried that I'm not progressing fast enough. And by the time I finished the game I think I was only like level five or yeah, something. Dude, the, like, yeah, the highest The, level the, the power
0: like level levels eight. are, yeah, I think you can technically, technically you can hit nine, but it's, there's like one, there's only like one way to do that. Yeah,
2: yeah, you're, it's, uh, how f- how much of the the extra content did you did you complete Musfulheim? Did you do what's the other one? The did
0: you yeah like all the challenges? The, I didn't uh, do all The of whole them. foggy maze area.
2: So I think we can talk about it. I so Musfulheim was the fire one, right? Yes. Um, that was a pain in the ass. There was most of those challenges were fun, but then there were certain ones that are like. They were creative, but a pain in the ass. Like kill enemies only within this circle, mm. and what ends up happening is you like lure the enemies over there, and you you, you hit them, and they fly twenty feet away, and it's like, well, and now you're land. out of the circle. Yeah. And die. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a huge pain in the ass. And there was ones that were like, don't take a single hit during this whole combat, mm. and that that the don't take a hit one took me a good few hours, and I finally beat it, and I got to the top of the mountain, and on the top of the mountain you fight a Valkyrie, and it's really cool, and then it's like, all right, all the challenges have now upgraded, and there's new challenges throughout the mountain. I was like, oh man! So I went to the first one,
0: and you had to do them. You have to do a bunch of them, and the, the ultra hard mode, I think, for
2: the platinum. Yeah, um, and I tried. The, I think like the first challenge you do at the bottom of the mountain was another don't get hit one, and I was like, no, done.
1: <laughs> the uh, the Valkyrie fights are so challenging.
2: Yes, they're they're, they're, they're tough. Did I- you Did you find yourself like? Just totally bum-rushing them and like doing as as much of aggressive attacks as you can.
1: Yeah, I would Um, try to make sure my rage meter was full and just like get through that and try to knock them down as much as I could immediately. I felt like if they weren't dead in 30 seconds, I was
2: gonna die. Yeah. So, like, but I I beat all of them except for the the, the last one. Uh, How many did you get? Did you get all of them?
0: Uh, I actually have to go back to God of War to finish a bunch of stuff because uh, since I played it, I've been doing a billion other things. That haven't left me as much time to game as I'd like. Mm-hmm. I remember the first Valkyrie I encountered, and I didn't wait for Endgame. I was just like, "Oh, what is this? Oh, that looks cool." And then ended up in a fight no. with a Valkyrie
2: not cool. that I was
0: not prepared for. Yeah, it think- was not cool, and I, I was like, "Maybe I'm just doing this wrong." And I tried it. I tried doing it a couple times because I figured yeah. maybe I just need to get good. And then eventually, I figured out I'm just not supposed to be doing this yeah. now. I suspect.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was and a shock. I think these. the first one I encountered is after you get the chisel to unlock those doors. Like, there's as you that leave, door and it's right like, there. Like, and you oh. go,
0: right! Finally, can get into these. Do- it, and I was
1: do- like, do- "This is a lot harder, like, yeah. <laughs> than than everything
2: else." Was that one of the ones? The the cheapest Valkyries I found are the ones that like pick you up and then slam your head against the ground, and drag you across the ground. Mm. Those ones they like chain that attack, and it's a nightmare, dude. Um, yeah.
0: Although one of the game. one of the best helps you can get in that is uh, the little Atreus buddies. One of them is this. R- this little squirrel,
2: yeah,
0: with I think it's a squirrel, yeah, and it uh, it's angry all the time, and it will just shout profanity at you, but it will also <laughs> drop you health, or if your health is full, it'll drop you rage.
2: Mm. Yeah, that's
0: so that's, it's a nice way to get some health in in between, especially for those fights where you just sometimes just dodging around, mm-hmm. dodging around, trying to like wait his time out and then do it again. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. good
1: game, man. So it's a fucking amazing game. So good. um Something it almost makes it.
0: me sad that this is one of the games that they have said they're not really planning hmm. DLC for, because I want more.
1: Yeah, well, it was a very complete story, and I like. Uh, but I, yeah, I, guess, it was, I guess we, it can't is get, a we, nice we shouldn't step. talk about spoilers. But I like the the end. I felt like there was enough ambiguity with some of the stuff at the very end that leaves you thinking about directions that they could go in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it definitely left it up to I think personal interpretation.
2: Yeah, I, do you think that for the next game they're gonna move to a different uh, pantheon or do you think that it'll be more Norse
0: mythology? I don't know. I think they might stick around here for a little bit. I think yeah. there's more left to do. Did you do the second ending?
1: No. If so there, back-
0: there's two endings. There's the ending and then when you go home, there's another ending.
1: Dude,
2: remember,
1: oh, <laughs> when I found you, that.
0: Yeah,
1: go home. Go back to your kitchen. Okay, I need to do that. Then. Yeah. When I found and that, I lost my shit. It's pretty awesome. And I texted Ashley. I'm like, did you, why, did you go home? She's like, what? I was like, go home right oh, now? Shit, I need to go do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Oh, okay, good. So then there is so a little more Gatamore left. are talking about
0: ending part one.
1: Okay, i got to go back. It's <laughs> it's it's cool. We have to go back. Well, no, it gives me an excuse to, to fire it back up, which is great, because that was a fucking amazing game. Yeah, yeah um, well, and
0: you've been having... Uh, some like internet troubles and all that that have caused you some problems at home, I c- right? I
1: can only really play single player <laughs> story games right <laughs> now. I can't do multiplayer. But the other, So the other game I played was uh, Detroit Become Human. Oh, sure. Okay,
0: what did you think of that? Because I, 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 I played through, I finished it, I need to go back and redo some choices so I get the endings I want. Right. But.
1: I, I, I got through one ending, and I think I'm actually going to replay it in a different way to see how much variety there is. Because, you know, when you finish a level in that game, it branches out and shows you all the different possibilities. And it it doesn't
0: show you things that you haven't found yet. It just shows you there is a thing you haven't found. It doesn't tell you what it is. So then you're still trying to puzzle it out, but you know there's Mm -hmm. a trick to it. And
1: then some levels I felt like I uncovered just about everything, but you know, there'd be like a different ending or something I didn't get to. But then some levels would be like, I didn't touch Anything like there's this whole other branch. I didn't even get to
0: yeah And a lot of those will require you to have made a different choice somewhere earlier earlier in the game
1: depends whether or not a character Is still alive
0: or is still with you right or so on and so forth where they are in the story Yeah, so it is cool that you can go back and hop around and do those things I when I once I finished it uh, I went and I like the first level which is the level that's the demo demo. I -hmm. believe yeah, it's got like five different endings just in that one and so I went through and but tried to 100% mm-hmm. that just because I wanted to see all the different permutations of it. and It's pretty cool
1: Yeah, I, when I when the demo came out I played it a couple of times and I got two different endings, so I haven't seen five I didn't realize there were that many.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm a little impatient right now And it is a game where if you want to go back and redo some of those choices you're sitting through a lot of Similar or the same dialogue. It's mm-hmm. not super fast paced mm-hmm. so there's lots of talking lots of slow bits and but- you have to go through a lot of those the same thing over and over and over to get to your branches to take something Well
1: up. at least they I feel like they break it up well where every chapter is pretty bite-sized Where it's like I'm gonna go back in and redo this chapter It's like you there's know also
0: checkpoints within the chapter right
1: but if you want to have like the complete chapter experience It's not gonna take a ton of time uh, To get through all of it. Yeah for the most part But yeah, you it's, will have to it's, sit an, it's not a killer,
0: but there there is a bit of a feel of slog
1: yeah there. Um, oh, spoiler! I didn't know that ending was possible. Oh yeah, <laughs> um,
0: I found a lot of endings. So I was like, that,
1: that's that's that's, a, that's the opening level, so not oh, really a huge spoiler. Yeah, but it's, I, I it's never seen that one. Um, so I, I felt like sometimes there were some things that didn't make any sense in the story, or you, you know, I would pick a, a dialogue option and they would say something like, "That's not what I thought that dialogue option meant." and then, I up
2: with, that's infuriating when games do that. When like it was the what was a real uh, L.A. Noir was really notorious for that. Really? Oh yeah. Like try to politely say no, and
1: then he'd be like, "Go fuck yourself."
0: <laughs> it's like that's not that's, that's not what I meant. Take
1: a different tone. Let me, let
0: me back up. <laughs> try again.
1: Yeah, but um, overall, I mean, it was it was enjoyable. It's it's a, it's a good looking game, but I, I use the word game loosely because it's, it's an
0: interactive narrative.
1: Right. Mm. It's uh, it's really not which you normally think of as far as a game. It's a, it's a lot more like a visual novel, I think, where you're just yeah. talking to people and making dialogue options. Are there, are there like, also, interact, are there gaming elements? Like, do you have to, like, take some, a like shot at some point? Quick time events okay. where you're, like, chasing people and, like, choosing which path to go on and then once you're in there, like, dodging people and stuff.
0: Yeah, a lot of combat is quick time based. Okay. It's quick time events. Um, I do feel like this is, this is, uh, in terms of games, this is a level above walking simulators. This isn't, A single story that you go through and you're like, oh, I'll pick up the thing on the desk and then put it down and then continue along the path. There, you know, the branches do help to make it feel more like a -hmm. game, but it's, yeah, if you're expecting total freedom. mm -mm.
1: And there are, you know, some storyline elements I thought were really hammy. And like they try to like surprise you sometimes like several times like oh you thought you were gonna do this But this is happening like like, (laughs) I I, I knew that was coming like I could see that coming from a million miles away. Like you're not fooling anybody
0: (laughs) But But, overall Liked it. Yeah, I
1: liked it. I mean I I finished it and I'll play it again just uh, To see what other what other options there are there not as good as God of War Agreed okay agreed.
0: Uh, I so In my meager game playing time. I've been playing Pillars of Eternity 2 still Continuing on through that, I actually restarted it Oh shit. Uh, because I was having a lot of trouble. I played a tiny bit of Pillars of Eternity, but didn't play as much as I probably should have. And so I, I didn't import a save or anything. I just went, Pillars of Eternity 2, let's go. And did the thing that a casual would do, which is go down the classes and go, oh, this one has a pet and I, it can be a bear. I'm going to do that. Turns out I picked like the worst class I could take <laughs> as far as... Playability. That's, that's so,
2: not your fault. There should be better balance.
0: I mean, yeah, but it that it happens in yeah, it happens. every game like that where there's some that are just more playable. So yeah. um, after enough hours of me being my main character being the one to die in every single round of combat, I'm like, girl, you're not much of a leader right now. You're supposed to be leading this quest and everyone's carrying you. This is not okay. So I started over again. And it was kind of cool because almost immediately, I was like, "I'll just quickly retrace my steps. I know exactly what I need to do." And just immediately after the first area, I ended up <laughs> somewhere else doing something new that I hadn't even discovered um, in the first playthrough. So that was cool, and it didn't feel like a huge time sink to just to get back to where I was. Right. But
2: you're digging it, though.
0: Yeah, I'm getting now. That I'm getting better at it and getting more used to, like, all the different skills, and it is unusual from a lot of other games where it's, the combat is active, but you need to pause it. You mm. can pause it mm-hmm. anytime. so you pause it, issue a bunch of orders, and then things will play out again.
2: Is it kind of, kind of like Dragon Age in that sense?
0: It's, so, I mean, kind of in the, yeah, you, in the that way, like, you freeze when you're issuing an order, but this is like, you freeze, issue orders to all of your party members, uh, and then play again. Got
1: gotcha.
0: um, you. Was know, it
1: Baldur's Gate like that? I think that, that's what I think, I think of. So. Yeah, that was. Yeah, like, that was like twenty years ago. though. So. Yeah,
0: I mean, this is very much that that kind of podcast. game. But uh, it's
1: <laughs> yeah, back in my day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, you know, so getting used to that again after being used to either uh, active all the time or turn-based, I just have to remind myself every now and again, like, hey, you know, you can pause. Mm-hmm. And that's been very very helpful. So getting getting back into the skill set is Important cool, but enjoying it past the hundred mile mark on persona 5 everyone.
2: Wow. Are you playing it again?
0: Uh, you, I, I mean
2: you're still playing that too? yeah treadmill. Well, oh, yeah, right So that's I restarted right. it right. for the treadmill
0: right. so that I can what's that's your, the only way I'm allowed to play it
2: What's your mile? So what's your mile mark
0: 112 right? miles?
2: Damn. Yes. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, so Just wanted to brag about that a little bit. i <laughs> pretty happy about it. My uh It's interesting when you start out with that kind of thing because I found my joints were getting really sore. Weird muscles that I didn't know that I had and I didn't know how to stretch were getting really tight and then that would throw off something else. Like, it was weird. I had, I think, a muscle in the back of my leg got tight and as a result, I was having issues with the arch of my foot. Hmm. Weird stuff. But uh, over time, one, those have all gotten stronger.
2: Good, Which is great.
0: And, uh, like, my... Feet have got their cool calluses on the toes, so I'm not getting blisters. (laughs) Those are cool. Yeah, look, I prefer them to call—I prefer them to blisters.
2: True, totally. Big time. I've never—I've never been one to get blisters, which I'm thankful for. Except I did on a hike one time. But every time we go on like a vacation that involves a lot of walking, uh, Grace is like, she's like, she has those problems. She get like a a big blister on her toe, and we first, first noticed it in Japan. It was rough.
0: It's it's hard to depending on the type of shoes you have. I ended up having to switch shoes because the back of my heels kept blistering, so I switched to a different pair and that whole thing went away, hmm. which was great. But pretty happy with that. And um, I've just bought uh, another game. It's not well. There's only an alpha out so far, but it's called Graveyard Keeper. It's like every. It's basically billed as Stardew Valley except with a lot more bodies. All right. And so there's only an alpha. Out, uh, <laughs> right now. Uh, I think the game is let me look this up I think the game is supposed to be coming out later this year. So August
2: farming 15? for
0: people in August August 15th. Yeah um, So it but it's said sort of like the 8-bit isometric view really cute. I'm um, really charming and so uh, I <laughs> I basically pre-ordered it and I pre-ordered the version that I could get the alpha so
1: sure. uh, Get in early burn out before it even comes out.
0: Yeah, probably nice. But this is, the first bit, the alpha is, it's like five-ish hours of content. Mm-hmm. And this is the kind of game, you know, if it's anything like Stardew, where we're talking hundreds of hours. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's good to have a little taster of what it's going to be offering. Cool. So, I'm feeling it. Um, but, I don't know that any of us are going to get to play much of games for the next week or so. Uh, well, well, I mean, we will. We will but it'll be but very, it's going to be different. Yeah. Um, be because...
2: segments of games.
0: Yeah, because of of E3. Um, But so many publishers have not been waiting for E3 to make their announcements. Everyone's just going all out with it. Um, So we should talk about some of those. But before we do... I want to say thank you to our sponsor, Discord. Uh, This episode is brought to you by Discord. Discord's the best place for people to come together around games. It's super easy to use on your PC or mobile device. Discord can be used for voice, community forums, video chat, screen share, and more. Uh, Go to the link below in the description on your PC to download it today. If you're not using Discord for voice chat or for meeting up with people to get in multiplayer matches, it's great. We use it at home all the time, even when uh, we're The you know, me and Bernie and the boys are in the same room playing something together. We still use Discord because it's easier to have headphones on and use the voice chat,
1: hear the game and the voice at once, exactly.
0: So, um, and it makes it all really easy too. So, we've got um, we've got a like a private (laughs) server, and then there's also, I think, a couple of Rooster Teeth community discord servers as Mm -hmm. well. Um, and do you? You, do you participate in the community PUBG nights?
1: Uh, sometimes, I haven't lately because I have poor internet at home. But I will say I was a, a long time Discord holdout, but I've started using it and I can't stop using it. What made, what made you not want to use it? Well, I, I didn't understand why I needed a separate application for all of my chat. And I started using it and you realize like, oh, it does a lot more than you think. And when you're playing, you can adjust, with my headphones, I can adjust the volume independently of the game. I can mix it to how I just want, just right. And uh, if I'm capturing gameplay, my audio isn't in the gameplay. I can record that separately. It's just like it's just much cleaner. It's a much more robust experience. I love it. Yeah.
0: So if you haven't checked out Discord, do. We we seriously love it. We love having them. Um, and with that, I think we should talk about some of the news. I'm talking about Fallout. <laughs> The biggest news uh, of the past week has been the reveal of Fallout it's, 76. You always
1: know what the biggest news is leading up to E3 by who bought the three buildings, right? Who painted the three buildings right. before so E3? there's
0: there's this famous hotel in downtown Los Angeles called the Figueroa, and it's the like it's like the closest hotel or it used to be the closest hotel uh, right across from the Staples Center, so everyone sees it. If you're going to E3. And it's these sort it's these three panels. It's this very, very old building. The last couple of years it was actually closed for renovation. Mm-hmm. Oh, is and it so back open again? It's open again. Oh, okay. oh, and is. this is this is the fit. It's, there's, it's,
1: a,
2: there's a completed it's, one. It's now. complete now. Yeah. yeah. But so they they
0: finished it.
1: If that doesn't confirm multiplayer, I don't know what does. It's, what's interesting... Okay, are we going down the rabbit hole? Are we going to talk Let's about this? Let's go down this? the rabbit hole. So here's
0: the, here's the quick version. The quick version is Bethesda announced Fallout 76. They had this 24-hour live stream, and then they announced it. It's a teaser. They haven't said any more details yet. Well, we have to wait for their showcase at E3 for that, but we know that it's Fallout 76, and Vault 76 was uh, one of the control vaults and was supposed to open uh, 20 years after the the bombs dropped and so that would put it about 150 years before the events of fallout 3 that's the extent of what we know go gus okay
1: do we ha- can we get the 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 full version <laughs> done because i want to talk about this image so uh fallout 76 uh like vault 76 has been referenced in the past i think it's supposed to hold about 500 people we actually have a roundtable discussion you and i <laughs> if you haven't seen it i highly recommend you go watch it we really get
0: we're very witty and very in depth
1: we get really deep into this but um there's, there's the, the timeline's interesting. One of the things I mentioned uh, in that video that I, I just talked about was that the timing is really interesting because the year, so the year that Fallout seventy six is supposed to take place, and even the month where it's supposed to take place in the Fallout universe, that's the exact same time where super mutants were created. But they were created on the West Coast. Right. So I wonder, like, it's just weird to me that the timing is the same. Uh, you know, the Vault fall, seventy six is supposedly in Virginia. Um, well, that that was just speculated on because of the song that was played, right? Well, no. Um,
2: in in no, Canada, also,
0: yeah. The, like 76, oh, 76, 76. There okay. we go. There's there's the so, finished one. Can we bring it up full screen for viewers as well? There we go. So this is the finished promo for Fall. What do you think this side of that building costs?
1: I don't know. Last year it was Battlefront 2. Uh, so I, I assume R&B. it's like big big budget. It's, it's, yeah, in it's, it's
0: past, always it's always a really really yeah. really big Bethesda so,
1: has, I has the, done the, it for Skyrim too. Yeah, the year before it was Gwent uh, as well. I think. <laughs> so did they,
0: did they get it for Fallout 4?
1: I think so. I don't remember though. So the big question like you said part probably confirms multiplayer uh, Why these two are identical these two? Uh, vault boys, why is this one winking and saluting? He's like it, it, he's like in a leader position I... And giving the salute and winking, and the the other two are following it's, him it's, it, in it, an exact they're, same. They're motion. coming. They're joining his game, and they're they're in his settlement. He's the leader of the settlement. And also, you know, it's an interesting choice to have like the bones and these flowers here. Does that mean anything, or am I just like <laughs> looking? I've been I've been staring at this image well, so much, trying to
2: figure this out. I, I don't know. The the thing I gleaned from it is there's multiple people walking out of this vault,
1: and one is the leader. Well, you could. You could assume that but that right so then it's like are you playing with your friends and it, one person's like a squad leader? Well, is, it, is it like a co-op campaign
2: where you go to one person's game? And like they have the server and you join them and it's a co-op game. right? Or, I don't know or what I mean, but
0: yeah it, Well, so the the speculation that came out of this uh, well or you know the the rumors the leaks via various sources Is that um, this is gonna be a rust style? Online game it's gonna that the multiplayer is like everyone thinks this is gonna be a multiplayer game uh, And the base building is gonna play a role now interesting thing about the about what we know from vault 76 canon Versus what we see in the teaser is there's a five-year disparity. Yes, so the the Pip-Boy there's a clock. Yeah, and it's, it's
1: the Pip-Boy that, 2000.
0: Yes, that has uh, this that has the date at 25 years past correct um, and the vault was supposed to open 20 years past so there's f- a five year thing does that mean they didn't leave the vault did it not open on well, time what well, the vault the is empty there? is it
1: and it is de- it is there is the poster sel- saying to celebrate Reclamation day. So it seems like it's the anniversary of the vault having been opened
0: right okay and okay. maybe so there's this like a, is, an this ongoing picks up party afterwards
1: right like they've already left and now it's five years later there are maybe, Still some people in the vault, but maybe everyone's, for the most part, gone out. And that's what you're playing as, that transition back from vault to outside?
0: To outside.
1: Yeah. So. The wasteland?
0: I, I, you know, I wonder, to some degree, how online this is going to be. There's a couple of possibilities. Uh, one, that it's, it's like small online servers, maybe 500 people or something like small. that. It's uh, that's, that's pretty small, if you consider the size of... What they could build with the Fallout universe. Uh, Five
2: hundred people on like one map.
0: Sure. You know, if it's, it's if it's a if it's a big it's, map. Yeah. Five hundred Vault want...
1: Boys parachute onto an island.
0: No. Yes.
1: <laughs> it's Fallout Royale. Uh,
0: but on the other hand, it seems like Bethesda has, over over a longer period of time, seen some pretty good success with Elder Scrolls Online. Mm-hmm. Obviously it had a very rough launch. It launched with an outdated model. It was, full, it was full price game plus subscription. They've since changed that. They've been putting out a bunch of different content. Uh, they put out Morrowind. They just put out um, Somerset Isles. So they've been continuing to load that game with content for all these places that Elder Scrolls fans want to see. Could they potentially be doing something like that where this is a larger scale more persistent online game.
1: And I wonder what the appetite for that is. Right. Do people want that? Because I've seen some people very vocal yeah. online saying that they do not want I, that. I would want to follow MMO. I but, would too. but I
2: wouldn't want it the way Skyrim or Elder Scrolls Online was done. because um, Elder Scrolls Online, um, A the the quests were really like boring, like very much just like simple MMO style when, quests. When did you play it? At launch, okay. At launch. Um, uh, but I, I did look back into getting. I did look into getting into it again, um, and it seemed like the microtransaction model was a little too freemium for my tastes, um, and I, I don't know. I, I when a game has more than just cosmetics on their store, it kind of like puts a bad taste in my mouth. So I would want a different team to work on this, the Fallout MMO if
1: it was a Fallout MMO. Okay. Can we talk about? the history of the fallout mmo me being yes, an old man yes no I'm, I'm, i i know the history I know. and i feel like that's something that we really haven't seen discussed online talk about it was that you know fallout and fallout 2 was initially developed by interplay you know bethesda came into the picture with fallout 3 so when you know bethesda started developing fallout 3 that came out now everyone associates that franchise with them however interplay retained the rights to create a fallout mmo and they announced that they were making it back in 2007 Uh, In 2012...
0: Ah, yes! The golden age of everyone making an MMO. Right. Absolutely everyone. If there was an MMO that could be made that wasn't Pokémon for whatever reason, it was made.
1: So, um... uh, So then in 2007, they announced they were making the Fallout MMO. Of course, that that hasn't come out. That descended to legal battle between Bethesda and Interplay. Um, Interplay... They settled this lawsuit in 2012. And I think Bethesda paid Interplay $2 million and got the rights themselves to create a Fallout MMO. That's it? Two million dollars? In addition to whatever history they had. Like this was the end of the settlement. Okay. So that's in addition to whatever had happened in the past. Uh, In additionally, Interplay's rights to sell Fallout, Fallout 2 and Fallout Tactics expired in December 2013. Mm. So Bethesda has totally taken over. The time frame with that seems just about right for development for them to launch a full-fledged Fallout MMO. Uh, Since it's obvious that they wanted it since they went to court Uh, To try to get these the rights back It'll be
2: I mean, I think that would be the most surprising thing I think the least surprising thing would be something like what people are speculating that it's like rust wasn't there a 4chan post Like
0: yeah, there was this came out. Yeah, it was several months ago It was uh, an anonymous source posted on 4chan that the next fallout was gonna be 76 and it was gonna be like rust. Yeah, then no one paid attention to it because it was 4chan? just an anonymous 4chan post. There was no way to...
1: Wasn't it also on April Fool's Day or really, something?
0: Uh, I don't think so. Okay, I okay. think this was months and months, and months okay. ago. Uh, like it might have been... Uh, it's last December even. Something like that. It's, it was a while. But uh, yeah, name, everything. It was just right there and there was no way to vet it. So no one gave it any, any thought really. Uh, but... I think that gameplay and all this is going to be a major cornerstone of Bethesda's E3 presentation, along with they've already confirmed Rage 2. Yep. So we'll see a lot of super, that.
2: I'm actually kind of super excited about Rage 2. I've kind of come around You're to it. Kind of super excited. At first, I was like, "This looks lame," and they're trying way too hard. But then another part of me was like, "Maybe lame is a good thing. Maybe s- super dumb, over the top." Stuff is exactly Self-aware, what it should be. Just yes, fun. and I kind of, kind of want to see more. I, I kind of want to throw that, that wing blade at people.
0: Cool. I think it's got a lot off. of potential. Yeah. So uh, fingers crossed there. We also got a follow up from the, uh, the Pokemon company uh, that because there's been a lot of sort of uh, divisive feedback <laughs> from the Pokemon Let's Go announcement, which you know we, we've talked about, but uh, that. This is too casual not what po- hardcore Pokemon hardcore Pokemon. hardcore Pokemon fans
1: hardcore e3, e3
2: fans. Uh,
0: are, are looking for in their switch game and so on and
1: all those hardcore switch I players.
2: can't believe they would they would casualize Pokemon. What jerks.
0: I mean you say that, but there's there's a healthy Dude. competitive scene uh, Yeah, and yeah,
2: no I, those are the kind I'm of just, people I'm, that
0: live and breathe Pokemon and are gonna be the loudest I'm with their feedback online totally and and that's that's fine. It's I I love that people are that invested in Pokemon. Yeah. That's great. If you're if you love something I that much, I dope. don't think Let's just go is, don't be like the Star Wars fans. I think
3: Let's go looks pretty that good. chased
0: off. I think it looks cool too. I think it looks cool. Yeah. As long as it's not a toxic environment. Because did you guys hear about the, the Kelly Marie oh, training yeah. thing it's with everywhere. Star Wars? Yeah. That she, this, this, she ran the most positive Instagram and just deleted it and the reason speculated is that she's been receiving months and months of harassment. Uh, from Star Wars fans who didn't like The Last Jedi.
2: Yeah, that's stupid. Um, Are we still talking about Hokamon for one second? Yes, Uh, sorry.
0: Like I said, uh, E3 brain, I'm easily diverted. Ashley's not here. (laughs) I had to leave my house three times today because I forgot things, like my coffee, which just goes to underscore why I needed my coffee.
1: Normally, I just leave my house once. That's that's three
2: times Well
0: done.
1: Um,
2: so what about Pokemans? Uh, we were talking about last week of, like, who would you pick as your starter, Eevee or Pikachu? Uh, y- apparently, you're not going to be able to evolve Eevee.
0: I'm sorry, come again?
2: Yeah. What? I, uh, I read that, and I was like, well, that that makes the choice obvious, then. I mean, Eevee's I thought that... cute, but put Pikachu's. I better.
0: <laughs> I mean, I figured that, yeah, the reason to pick Eevee is that you can
2: have, uh, Can we get a, can we get a like- fact check on that?
3: I'm yes. reading an article right now from a week ago saying that you can't evolve your starter Pikachu or Eevee in Pokemon Let's Go. I'll try to find some more information on that.
2: So you can't uh, evolve either starter. So they're gonna stay the way they are.
0: Adorable forever. Yep. Like a Eevee bon- is like, like. a bonsai kitten. I think
2: if I had to have a pet, it would probably be Eevee. Way cuter <laughs> than Pikachu and way fluffier. I would scratch the mane. Yeah, but who to
0: send into battle?
2: Brush it out. Well, I, I wouldn't fight the Pokemon. I'm not, I'm not fighting my cats at home. Are you not? <laughs> You're not living. What, what,
0: yeah, you have a very different relationship with your cats than most people. <laughs> right. Get home and just, like,
2: box. <laughs> uh, yeah, that game looks good, though. So what were you saying about You brought it up.
0: Oh, sorry. That uh, <laughs> Yes, that the Pokemon company, um, conf- they basically are saying, hey, the 2019 one is going to be one that the hardcore Pokemon fans, have been wanting for a very, very long time. So they, they kind of hedged their bets with the announcement saying, and then there will be a, a traditional title in 2019. But now they're being like, no, 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 you guys, don't give up on us.
2: Dude, I saw a really funny response to that on Reddit. It was like, this has been something you've been waiting for for a long time, riding your bike indoors. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Good job, Reddit. Oh, man. Uh, so Fallout 76. If it is a survival game, is that something you're into? I'm into
0: Fallout. I mean, I'm into Fallout too. I yeah, I like the idea with friends, with the right group of friends. I think it could be really fun. Gus here's trouble because we know even from just playing uh, Divinity with him that he'll try and sneak all kinds of things in, into and out of inventory.
2: Yeah, this, the pickpocket jerk. Hey, I, mean, I <laughs> like it. it was uh, I was, good I just, w- I just wanted to.
1: Take care of the stuff myself.
2: So, part of me is a little worried about, like, first off, I don't really like survival games. Um, m- my big part problem with them is I don't, I don't super love um, PvP where people can come and just ruin your day um, and like, like, set you back to zero. Of course, we don't know if that's if this is a survival game if it'll be that kind of survival game. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, my big concern is like building up a base and then when you're offline, someone comes in. Like in Rust, or like Ark, yeah. and steals all your shit, and then you're back to zero. Um, but who knows? Maybe it could be like... So never go offline. Right. Maybe it's just a co-op survival game, and yeah, maybe I, there's op, opt-in PvP I whatever. like
0: co-op survival stuff, yeah. uh, depending on the kind. I don't get super into zombies, so I, there's a lot of those games that I haven't played. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Seven Days to Die mm-hmm. is not really my jam, but I really enjoy Don't Starve. Yeah. Like, Don't Starve Together. Mm-hmm. I set up a, a family server, and... You know, I was like, I would I would be playing while everyone was offline, gathering resources and building a cool fort so that they could log in and then go adventuring without, you know, without having to worry too much. And I'd be like, they'd be, I'd be like, you died? That's okay. I have something for that. Yeah. Let me just rub that cure on that. <laughs> and so I like that kind of survival game and survival co-op. I like being able to provide, I guess. Mm. I don't know. I'm very maternal. <laughs> and... Uh, so I, I like that where you can go and build something up and survive together yeah. but yeah the just the griefing I'm not as uh, all about
2: right uh, if there was some some level of like permanence to the bases you were building and your characters Uh, You know, then I would probably be more inclined to like it like if when you died you didn't lose everything and you maintained a level and it was it was they still had those like uh, Character progression elements like you chose perks and things like that. I would I would like that a lot more Yeah, Maybe if if, if your bases didn't couldn't get fully destroyed by people. There was a
1: game I forget which game it was where if your base was destroyed while you were offline Like the people who came in they would get something, but it really wouldn't hurt you like that kind of that kind of scenario was it? Where it's like, they're still incented to come attack, but you don't really the lose. Mighty quest for too. epic loot. That might be it. It's the one where it you built been, dungeons. Yeah, like, yeah. might have been the mighty quest for epic loot. Where it's still, incent, people are incentivized to go and do that, yeah. but if you're not there, it's like, there's really no, no downside for right. you, unless you're active. You lose act like a little leader. bit of money. Yeah, whatever. it's not, not a big deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Based on the, um, the, the sketchy details we have, I think just being able to adventure with your friends in the Fallout universe just that as a concept is really cool. Yeah. I think that that kind of co-op multiplayer is something that people have been watching from Bethesda for a very long time. I remember, uh, was it is pre-Skyrim? I don't know if it was pre, I think it was around Oblivion timeframe. There was a game that came out and it basically built itself as like Elder Scrolls except you can co-op. It's called Two Worlds, something like that I think, but. Hmm. It based like its selling point was we're doing this same thing, uh, except you can have other people in it. you can adventure together and i don't if I recall correctly, it wasn't a great game, but that was enough to get people hungry mm. for that kind of adventuring into it yeah uh, and so if you know we'll we'll see what level the the multiplayer and the co-op is, but I think just at its core being able to participate in the fallout universe with your friends is dope yep so we'll see
2: um so Bethesda has this was a voluntary announcement this wasn't like like the rage thing was they posted it on Walmart and Walmart they, they were like rage. let's just roll with it let's just let's react it's, it was it, the rage was a reactive announcement
0: yeah they, uh, they were this was voluntary the first one to really lean into it there have been some announcements since a uh, Lego DC super villains right that kind of thing
2: Do, Do you think that they've announced two big, these are big franchises and like big deals. Do you think that they're still holding something back for E3? Yes. of course. And do you I think do, do you I think it's like do. do you think it's something like even bigger think than Fallout? Do you think it would be something? I mean, I, it would have to be. Uh, we
1: we we like, did a, like, didn't we do a story at roundtable about this as well?
0: Yes, we no, did.
2: I wasn't there. Yeah, no. Um, you battle. should go check out. The, um, uh, the, the no. The,
0: yeah, the, <laughs> the biggest games E3 potentially. This is the one that Starfield? we're all hoping yeah. for is Starfield. Yeah,
2: that's that's what I'm hoping for too. <laughs> do do you also think that? With the wealth of games that they've already announced, clearly they have more to come. Do you think that any of them are going to be, like, Mike drops, like, yeah, and you'll be able to pre-order Fallout, and it will release at midnight tonight? Oh, shit.
0: That yeah. would be, well, the speculation for Fallout 76 is, uh, I guess, I think it's a, an Amazon or a retailer posted a release date for Fallout 76 of 7-6, July 6th, and then pulled it. To, like dunno if that was a placeholder, if someone was bad at typing, they were typing in the information and just messed up and then went, oops, if it was, a, and if it it back. was
2: like a month out. But oh.
0: Thesda did do the mic drop with Fallout Shelter. They
2: did. And the That's... Fallout
0: 4 reveal was like, hey, here it is, and by the way, it's coming out in a couple of months. Yeah. So they have done that before and they seem to be more and more doing the announcements year up.
2: They didn't. Should they we did...
0: move on to our E3 preview since we're doing that anyway? Yes. We should. Okay. But before we do, um, I wanna say thank you to our other sponsor for this episode, Condor. This episode of Glitch Please is brought to you by Condor. When you created the system that turns against you, who can you trust? On Audience Network's new show, Condor, the only survivor of an attack against the CIA, is forced to go on the run, facing moral dilemmas under life or death pressure. Who's behind this conspiracy, and can he stop them from threatening the lives of millions? Condor is based on the cult classic Robert Redford film, Six Days of the Condor. The new series stars Max Irons, William Hurt, Liam Lubaney, Mir Sorvino, Brendan Fraser, and Bob Balaban. That's a, that's a cast bad with bad with names and I may have butchered some of them but that's a hell of a cast and I know those names even if I'm bad at saying them Condor airs Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern and Pacific only on audience Network available directly uh, or dev- available via DirecTV and DirecTV now uh, you can watch the first episode free no login required on ATt.net/condor right now it's available at ATt.net/condor right now. Right now. Condor. Right now. Truth is the first victim.
2: Good it's delivery. Intensity. I didn't say, how are you, dude? <laughs> <laughs> we're
1: going to that down. Yeah, no.
0: All right, so, yes. Instead we're of officially lava. now we in E3 preview. I, I thought we were already
1: doing E3 previews. Yeah,
0: sorry. This is, so, like I said, I've, I'm not guiding so, things we very this? well this episode. But we were, t- the two news items really were Fallout 76 and what they said about Pokemon 2019. We were more or less so, on agenda. So continuing
1: continuing our, our E3 Fallout coverage, Ben just <laughs> sent me a link that someone tweeted to Pete Hines and asked, is there still major surprise, Pete? And Pete Hines replied, definitely more than one. Ooh. Am I? <laughs> Dude, Bethesda, okay. uh, oof, they got me excited.
0: Like, uh, like, of announcements I want, I know not to expect, I know not to get my hopes up for, Elder Scrolls, not getting it, I oh, know
1: that. Mo- more than one.
0: Yeah, but they also but, think about how many studios they're working with now. So we've got Rage Two. That's going to be
2: yeah. In I think I think Arcane will probably have a, Arcane. We'll probably have something Prey related. Probably a Prey uh, like a Prey expansion. We'll
0: see. Uh, we'll see. I know the um, the basically the the creative head behind Prey left Arcane recently. Mm. So TBD if they're doing something with that or if they just decided that they were going to let it go. But uh, if they do more with it, that'd be great. I thought that was a really good game it didn't get a whole lot of momentum, uh, partially because it was it's a, it was sort of a unique concept in that you can just go around anywhere, explore anything at any time. There was no, like, get to the end of this level or area and hey, boss fight. Yeah. Uh, so it was really unusual in that regard, but a lot of people didn't enjoy some of the enemy difficulties, uh, some of the ammo, scarcity, some like you know they're like they didn't feel like they were building things
3: Yeah, but that, like
0: that it was kind of all at one level all the way through
2: that that game The only thing I didn't like about it was I was too scared to play it, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it makes I me Had s- to play it with the lights on. It makes me
2: so sad that I'm like such a wuss dude Don't when be a I, wuss. when I was like 15. I was like listen. I can't play scary games now, but when I'm an adult It's gonna be no problem and it's a it's a problem, dude. really, because when I was 28,
0: when I was fifteen, I was like, I'm an adult. Nah. I can do anything adult.
2: Thing. No, I just always assumed I would be a more brave adult.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so praise Twitter, tweeted out back in March second, uh, just saying, do we really know what's out there with a the gif of like a camera panning over to the moon, possibly pointing to some like moon DLC for prey? Mm. Uh, that the that other one is uh, Don't this Bernie. Is, this is kind of stretching it. But I guess uh, there was an interview with someone from Bethesda who just the way they announced something, I think it was Pete Hines, uh, said, uh, I will say we have a lot of new stuff to talk about at E3, whether or not folks realize it, this is the hell on earth time for us with E3. And just that hell on earth quote there, I guess, the way he threw that in there, makes people think maybe there will be a Doom 2 announcement. Yeah, that, that made that's me think about Doom. It. It, yeah. well, Doom's 2016, right?
1: Was it? Or was it 20... Yeah, it must have been.
3: Do you think it's too soon for well, Doom? May thirteenth, 2016 too Doom Doom's Doom? release date. I, I
0: don't think it's too Doom for soon. <laughs> I think that given how well that was received, if they are either adding more to it, switch or exclusive. doing it, oh, oh man. man.
2: Wait, they already, Doom, oh, Doom. I see, okay, yeah, I see uh,
0: Or, you know, I could see more Doom being a welcome surprise.
2: How many How many Switch ports are we gonna be disappointed at this year? <laughs> What's the count? Fallout on switch is definitely coming. Yeah, right? What no fallout like four?
1: Oh oh
0: the my only reservation about a doom announcement is that that that's that'd be an id project probably, and they if they're you know doing rage two, then I mean, do they have multiple oh, teams uh, going on Oh, it, in one it or isn't making rage too. Yeah,
2: Bethesda Game Studios and Aval- Bethesda Game Studios, Austin and Avalanche Studios yes. are working collaboratively on it. Right. And Avalanche has teased another game that they're announcing today. There's a lot of games announcements that are happening today. I don't There's know. There's a lot of new when... announcements.
0: In general, PlayStation announced they are doing a bunch of reveals up to the event today. They announced the release date for Days Gone. Yep. So February twenty-second, twenty-nineteen. WD. So that's the uh, yeah, Warner Brothers.
1: Why are we not talking about Death Stranding? Oh, man.
0: Because no one knows what it is. But the people in it don't know what
1: we, it is. We will most likely see gameplay um, this year. Um, That'd be really great. Look. So excited. Can
0: I Can I just really quick brag? What? Hideo Kojima retweeted me.
1: Oh, I hate you.
3: I, hate you so he, much. Uh, I posted our E3 lineup, our
0: E3 schedule on Twitter, and he retweeted me. God damn it. And I was like this. So jealous.
3: By the way, the Avalanche new game uh, is from the Just Cause studio. Reveals Generation Zero, a new shooter loaded with 80s nostalgia, is apparently the game. Oh, okay. Wait, it's The not, 80s is back in so a big It's way. not Hitman 2? It, apparently, Hitman 2 was leaked, but the trailer that came out this morning was Generation Zero. Okay.
0: All right. Is there anything left to announce in E3? <laughs>
2: Dude, I'm, we'll get to see this, it all at This E3. seems like it's going to be such a badass E3 just with what's been announced so far.
0: Well, I'm like itching, is, dude. Honestly, E3 is kind of a weird concept now. Uh, it you could see you can see the evolution where um, originally it was where publishers would show games to media, who would then do their write-ups for the magazines or shows or whatever, and spread the word to the consumer audience. But as everything's become more accessible online where publishers and developers can reach their audiences directly mm-hmm. without going through any sort of media or go between. It's shifting really yeah. what E3 is all about. And it means that uh, a lot of them, they don't feel the need or they don't feel it's, it's necessary to wait for E3 and then share th- those few days with every other publisher who's doing the same thing. You get, you know, you get your Rage 2s, you get um, all of those games that can just go, they announce it early and they'll be like, we'll show it to you. But this way, they have basically 100% of the attention for that day. Mm -hmm. And so I'm seeing that happen more and more. We're also seeing shifts in the, uh, I don't even call them press conferences anymore. They're now briefings uh, for the different publishers. Nintendo, they haven't done a presentation for ages. They just do their Nintendo Direct, stream it out, again, straight to their audience, and uh, a PlayStation is also shifting their strategy for their briefing yeah. this year.
1: The internet's finally disrupting it.
0: It's disruptive technology.
1: So why is E3 in LA?
0: I should be in Vegas. Like it, think, used, it
1: used to be in Atlanta a long time ago. I think it was like yeah, but, two E3s though that was in Atlanta. It wasn't a lot. Was yeah, it? but then like that's exactly what I was thinking. It's like, why don't they have it in Vegas? Why is it in L.A.?
0: I know they've got a contract with, with L.A. to have it there. And mm-hmm. I think they renewed it, which is silly to me because it does seem like Vegas is... It has all the hotels you could want. It has the huge venues yeah. you could want. E3 is like this huge circus, and everything's flashy and crazy. And and glossy and super impressive and that is what Vegas is.
1: Yeah, and plus you know in downtown LA there's so much congestion and uh it's just it's hard it's get, hard getting to get around. around downtown LA is a, a pain in the butt. Yeah.
0: It really is. Um you know so we we'll, we are seeing this cool this crazy shift in uh in what E3 is, especially now as well that it's open to the public for a couple uh, like for like a certain windows of time every day, and you know, so then what publishers show and how they show it has to account for how consumers look at upcoming games. I think there may have used to been more of like that handshake of, we're showing you an unfinished build, it's buggy, it's not polished, you get this uh but there's not necessarily the same handshake with consumers so how they put together the builds they're showing may also be changing
2: yeah what we do still there still is at e3 behind closed doors events Mm -hmm. that like only press can go to that you can't capture footage from that you will then go and talk about on a podcast (laughs) or on a show so there still is some of that that is
0: sometimes whole booths too like i've seen uh usually the there's these whole these open booths and there's a closed area that's for appointments only Mm -hmm. but there's, you know, a, a ton of stations out where anyone walking by can just walk up, pick up a controller, uh, and and play the game. But every now and again, you'll get one of the one of the publishers who will just put up uh, like walls around their entire booth, and there's a desk, and you check in, and then you can go inside mm-hmm. if you're allowed.
1: Yeah, so. uh, I think Destiny on Destiny 2 on PC was like that last year, where you have to go to the Nvidia booth and check in, and uh, go, go play it that way.
0: Yeah. So but we're gonna be showing a ton of games at E3. Uh, we are doing uh, our six day stream again, so we'll do the all the briefings. Uh EA I'm gonna see if I can do these all stuff in my head now. Uh, we've got EA, we've got Xbox, we've got Bethesda, there's Square Enix, PlayStation, the PC gaming show, and Ubisoft. Did I do that right? Am I missing one? I'm missing Oh, a Nintendo. Yeah. There we go. I was missing the eight. I was trying to go in order. Uh, and then Tuesday through Thursday, we're going to be streaming live from the convention center where uh, different game developers will bring their games on. We've got a bunch of live demos of the games, which is really awesome.
1: Yeah, I had a bunch of great live demos last year. It was really
0: cool. Yeah, so from pretty much all the, the big publishers, the big games, it's fun trying to plan this because there are a bunch of spots in my s- schedule that are unannounced game like one.
1: Blocked out? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. We don't even know 100% what our live show lineup is because this is going to be the first time they're really shown.
1: Right, it'll it'll fill out as stuff is announced.
0: Yeah, it's very exciting. Very, you know, it's nerve-wracking as well, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, We've confirmed a couple of things that I'm super excited about. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to come on the show. We're going to have Spider-Man PS4 on the show. We're going to have Days Gone. Bethesda is coming on. Oh God! Who else? we am uh, about
1: Days Gone. We had those guys on in twenty sixteen when they announced.
0: Yeah. 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 So and it, that was it'll be good a, to see
1: how far it's come because I think they they didn't show last year. I don't think E3. they did. No, but, they
0: they had a they had an updated they? trailer.
1: They showed some. They
2: showed and, some But gameplay. it was
0: uh, yeah during the PlayStation briefing. But it was a little bit different. It was uh, really showing the uh, the advance of technology. Really showing a similar scenario played out with different weather. Oh, that's right. So that's
1: right. I remember this now. Yeah.
0: But it wasn't. Like, hey, he, this crazy new thing. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm gonna be really interested to see what they have to show this year, especially since they are gonna be releasing within By a the year next, period. Yeah, before the yeah.
1: next 3 mm-hmm.
0: So it's pretty exciting. Um, we, have but,
2: a, we have a lot of us going, too. There'll be a lot of hosts on there.
0: Yeah, so we, we're doing something new this year, uh, which I'm pretty excited about, which is we're taking more of us, and the times that we're not um, doing interviews and on the stream, uh, Everyone will be going out, playing games, and then coming back and sitting down uh, to offer quick impressions. And, hear, yep. like, here's what I play, here's what I played here's what I think. And that'll be a lot of fun, I think. Uh, and let me see. Let me run down some of the cool games that I that I know we've got confirmed. Um, we're going to be showing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Nice. Black Ops 4, um, Battlefield, Anthem. Uh... Unannounced title unannounced title um, school and bones shut up the tomb raider. That's just Tuesday by the way So highly recommend tuning in if you get a chance and then we'll we'll post up um, You know the the, some of the bigger segments for uh, VOD as well individually on the know once uh, Once the streams done and we can cut them down, but I'm really really excited about this It's
1: it's I I think I told you this before but E3 every year. It's probably the most I, I don't plan it like you do, but it's it's even so. It's still probably the most stressful thing I do all year, but it's one of the most enjoyable things that I do all year. Because going in and having to like, you know, know everything about all these different games, but then you get a chance to play them and talk to actual developers who work on stuff. It's really it's really cool.
0: Yeah, it's been a, a really cool experience as well. Just you know, between planning and having us execute it, because in a way, it's uh, like the games come to us in a lot of cases, we're able to ask the developers directly things that we want to know about the games. And it's, so it's a really, like, it's really cool. We're very, very lucky to be able to put something like this on, honestly. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of outlets that do streaming coverage on this level, just like this many. There's, you know, something like 35 hours total, and we've got more than 40 different games coming by, and these publishers all want to come on our live show, mm-hmm. and that's really exciting. And we're only able to do it because um, we we do it in partnership with YouTube, which is really helpful. But also just because we have a, 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 a an awesome awesome uh, viewing community and audience. Wink. <laughs> Talking you about guys. you. Talking about you. Hope you're tuning in. How you doing? Uh, but it's gonna be a very very long couple days. It means we're also not doing traditional news updates next week because we'll be. Um, <laughs> Otherwise engaged, uh, but I'm super looking forward to it. Uh, let me see what else we are going to be showing. Um, we're going to be showing uh, a bunch of the indie games I'm excited about in particular. You uh, guys, Final uh, uh, uh,
1: Fantasy VII remake.
0: Uh, t- <laughs> hey.
1: I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was, uh, I didn't see anything.
0: No, that's one of one <laughs> of the. I'm not sure what this is yet. Ones, but um, we are going to be talking to Aaron Greenberg just about uh, Xbox's strategy in general. Which you know, full disclosure, I've known. Aaron for probably like 10 years now. Um, I we, we haven't kept up as, as much as I'd like, but he's a really, really cool dude. Uh, and then, uh, did I already say Kingdom Hearts 3? Because Kingdom Hearts 3. You did. <laughs> I'm really excited about that one. But you guys, this is one of the ones that's so stupid and so ridiculous and I'm so excited. You know the guy who runs the Sonic Twitter account? <laughs>
1: Uh, I don't know him, but okay. You
0: know of the Sonic yeah, Twitter yeah. account and its famous shitposting. Yeah. That dude's coming on our stream to show us Sonic Team Racing.
1: Nice. Oh, great! Can, I'm we, can so we let him take excited. care of our social media for a bit? Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe we can just <laughs> Do hire, a Let's hire him away. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm just like, please, let's talk to this guy. He's yeah. gonna be great. Whatever he does, be a lot of fun. He's
1: gotta go fast. <laughs> busy guy.
0: So it's gonna be it's gonna be really really awesome. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be very busy couple of days. But, we don't know everything we're dealing with yet. If you have one pie in the sky, hope, you know, Death unreasonable grinding. or not. You want, I mean, a, you want a Death Stranding gameplay. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I don't I know. I, 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 I want to play it. I want them to bring it to our stream. You
2: want
0: a playable. Our, our oh, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I want to play. Like, right, let's,
0: let's start tweeting Kojima about even, that.
2: Even more than Death Stranding, I think I want to play. And that's crazy to say, but I think I want to play. Cyberpunk, if they have it out. Ooh, that's a good one. Cause man, I I love me some Witcher, dude. And sci-fi universe by CD project Come on. Come on. <laughs> uh,
0: my pie in the sky. I I'm not counting on getting this. I'm not getting my hopes up, but I want it. Animal Crossing.
1: Oh, that's a good you one. Animal too.
0: Crossing Switch. I like I like I like, so I like both
1: of your your choices here.
0: Yeah. So again, appreciate these you, are appreciate. these are not the ones that we necessarily think we'll see, but we'd like to see. So if you guys are listening, if you can get those games into development and get a build ready in the next yeah. couple days, that like week for be us. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, a little but less than a week. It's gonna be it's gonna be really, really exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it,
1: me too. At,
2: in two days at this time, we will have started our coverage.
0: Oh my god. How does that make you well, feel? Well that's and that's by the time we're recording. By the time this comes out, we will have already started. And yeah, we yeah, will yeah. be let's see, when this comes out for uh, our first members, thank you for being a first member, it's going to be the day before coverage, and by the time this uh, video and podcast hits YouTube, it will be, EA will be going. Mm-hmm. So what did we think happened at the EA event? Um, we saw we saw more Anthem. We saw
2: some Battlefront 2 DLC announcements.
0: We saw Battlefield 5, and they went, they spent a lot of time talking about how it's not going to be pay to win.
1: Yeah. Lots of loot boxes in Anthem. Crazy. Yeah. You'll have uh, a chance to get see. all your favorite gear.
2: They'll, they'll have announced,
0: oh, they'll have uh, announced a bunch of, well, not announced, but they'll have shown off a bunch of sports games.
2: Anthem has pivoted to Anthem Royale. <laughs> that will be nice. 100 anthems <laughs> drop on an island. <laughs> they anthem? have jetpacks though, Which man. Anything with jetpacks. Uh, we're going to get, uh, EA has bought the rights to tribes, so we will get oh, the tribes. I would like some tribes. <laughs> To making bullshit up, it's
3: total
0: nonsense. <laughs> I just EA saw
2: their x and I was like, "That tribes
0: EA has announced that what's our, what's the craziest thing EA could do? They EA has War, announced that they have rights to Star Wars games,
2: dude. So they could do a fucking lot with Star Wars.
0: They're going to show off the the visceral Ooh. N- now canceled oh. and reworked project and uh, mic drop. They didn't really close the studio. It was all a ruse, and it's coming out. It's on its way to or stores now. N-
1: Nights, Nights of the Old Republic three. <laughs> uh, Star Wars: Knights of the Old
2: Republic two. Star Wars: The Old Republic two.
1: There you go. The so what the fuck are you talking about? New
2: MMO, new Star Wars MMO, new galaxies.
0: Um, with no microtransactions and all free DLC. Uh,
2: you can spect- dream. Mass That's Effect: Andromeda two. Part two.
0: Maybe we'll finally get the, the
2: search for Mass uh, Effect Andromeda one. <laughs>
0: the 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 Quarian arc. Mm. All right. Well, oh.
2: that's... we could maybe get a Dragon Age. Is it the same studio that's working on Anthem though?
0: Yes. Well, I mean, sort of. It's the, Viower has multiple studios. Uh, Edmonton is working on Anthem, but uh, reportedly they've pulled in pretty much all their resources mm-hmm. to work on right. Anthem. It's a
2: big game, yeah. dude.
0: It's a it's a big undertaking. Yeah. So I have my fingers crossed. I want Anthem to be good. It's just such a departure people, from what people know
2: yeah.
0: uh, of BioWare and like about BioWare that I worry that it's gonna not play to their strengths.
2: People have been very, uh, in, like, without much information, have been like, this game's gonna be poop. I think it looks well, kinda cool. It's, yeah. A
0: lot of people, I think, that are sore, that, um, you know, feeling Andromeda like they, good. yeah, yeah. They, they put their C team on Andromeda and, you know, sent Mass Effect out to die what? so that they could prioritize Anthem so with Anthem their Anthem
2: better be the best game ever. I feel yeah. bad for the people that worked in Andromeda yeah. calling the well, it the C team.
0: Well, it was a new studio. It was, like, that studio's first game. It showed. Yeah. You know, and they've now been, uh, those staffers have now been absorbed into uh, EA's other work. Mm. So they're fine. They're going to be working on all kinds of crazy stuff. EA's Mirror's Edge, right? Yeah, new Mirror's Edge game. It
1: was one not that long ago. Not that yeah. long it did, ago. It 20, didn't 2016 do great. It got announced, right? It didn't do great. It didn't, it was it was great. Kind of didn't do that great. Yeah. But
0: it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Hmm? Hmm? yeah. Hmm? All right. Let us know your craziest E3 wishes in the comments. Uh, and you guys, hope you tune in for our E3 coverage. It's gonna be big. It's you better. Be we're doing it's it for be you. Crazy. We're, yeah, we're doing. We're doing it all. All for you guys. We're working so hard. Tune in. Uh, But also, it's going to be a lot of fun. And so we will see you then. Uh, We will have another episode of Glitch Please next week that we're going to record from E3. So that'll be fun. I think we've got to figure out exactly when we're recording it, but we might be doing it Thursday afternoon. So it'll be like everything that happened at E3. peaceful um, but it should all be a lot of fun so we will see you guys then uh, if you are a not a rooster teeth first member please consider becoming one you can get access to glitch plays early as well as our first exclusive post show new game plus and there is a seven day free trial you can get uh, of first if you haven't uh, tried it before so you can see what all the first exclusive stuff we have what it's all about and uh either way we'll see you guys at e3 see
1: you up